Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. And today we have with us Sasha Radican, and she is a genius with the ADHD mind. And we are going to be talking about her systems and her processes and how she does her coaching. So welcome. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) So share with us your journey, how you got here, how you got to this place where you can work with ADHD women and a little bit about what you do and all the good stuff. Yeah, sure. So, um, so my journey started probably about 10 years ago and it really began with um, yoga and meditation and um, an amazing teacher training course that I did when I lived in South Korea and through it's kind of starting that and then a few years later moving back home to England being invited to more womb yoga things which I didn't know you know was even a thing and and going to women's circles um, and other practices like it I really started to uh, first of all see how we can adapt to practice that was very very for masculine for male bodies with the yoga and how we can change that for for people with wombs and then from there I started to really start uh, charting start to track my cycle I already journaled a lot anyway so I sort of started to do that within my journaling practice and I really started to notice that it there was certain things that I eat that started to get more challenging as I got older um, from there, it really led to me realizing in a nutshell that I had ADHD. So doing the cycle tracking really led me to getting my diagnosis. Um, and that's what's led me to being so passionate about sharing it with other people because it shows up so differently in, um, in, in females assigned at birth to how it does with males and the male brain and the ADHD brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I have a lot of different ways that I work with my cycle kind of optimizing it if you like for the ADHD brain having those workarounds seeing where certain things like estrogen when that dips in the second half of the cycle how that affects ADHD how that affects the brain Um, and then so that we can learn to work with our cycle to feel really held by the cycle um, as a as an internal thing rather than an external extra you know like the meditation and the yoga is fantastic and I, I weave that in holistically but we always have the cycle to kind of hold us to hold that space um and there are ways of working with the moon and things like that for tracking as well if you don't have a you know if you're not if you're not menstruating um and it's been incredible it's been an incredible journey so far and yeah I feel so much more um held and working with my cycle rather than feeling like it's it's a thing I have to work against or yeah like it's this this huge challenge it's been quite incredible (laughs) I love that. I'm making some notes. I just got all these Mm. about what you were were saying, but my first question for you, Mm. and then we're going to pick a card. Okay. I want to make sure that I ask you this. You said that through the cycle tracking process, Mm. you really discovered how that affects your ADHD. Mm. Um, Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, That just really, 
set off some really big ahas for me and yeah yeah sure so I noticed that when I as I was getting older so as I kind of got into my um I started tracking about age 28 and then as I kind of got into my 30s I really started to struggle with the second half of my cycle so that would be um what we tend to refer as if we look at it as seasons it would be the inner autumn and inner winter so if inner winter is day one of your bleed um then you have your your inner spring that's the pre-ovulation and you have inner summer as ovulation and then you have your inner autumn again inner autumn is like that pms you know that we kind of all know about like oh maybe she's due on her period or whatever you know and um that was when i was really finding uh, i had really bad fatigue um i was really struggling um in those kind of those later seasons so what i then discovered is that when the estrogen takes a dip as it does in your um in your inner autumn for me, that tends to be, I have like a 20, a 24 to 26 day cycle. So 24 when it's actually warmer weather. And then at the moment, it's slightly longer. It's 26. It just happens to kind of change with some of the um, equinoxes and things. So uh, for me, it tends to be around day 18, 19. Like today, I've been a little bit more foggy. Tomorrow, I'll probably notice it a bit more. Um, and I, But but before then it was, you know, before I was, uh, knew I had ADHD, it was a huge dip. So I was just really exhausted. I was struggling with, you know, all the executive function or dysfunction that comes up. So the idea of getting up and just making porridge and getting dressed and, or having a shower, that was so overwhelming. And I was so, so, so tired. And then, of course, it leads on to other things. So then I'm thinking, oh, I'll have more coffee or I'll have a sugary snack, which we know doesn't work. Right. We all know it, you're going to crash. But you're de so desperate that at the moment you're like, oh, gosh, I just need anything. So, um, yeah. So as the estrogen dips off in, in autumn and that kind of starts to, to sort of dip to prepare you to go into kind of more hibernation mode, that is when we really notice that the um, that the ADHD things like um, the dopamine and um, the serotonin doesn't it's almost like it's I don't want to say blocked because it's not but it's it's a different um it just doesn't it doesn't get we don't get that dopamine fix that we maybe normally would in other parts of our cycle maybe you just do a thing you check it off a list whatever the thing is that normally gives you that little hit of dopamine and it keeps you going keeps you motivated it really dwindles a lot um in the second half of the cycle so of course then you you know you can end up in a bit of a spiral and that can be a whole a whole other challenge for itself and I also realized in that time that I have uh PMDD which is um I always forget it, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder which is um and again, I'll do it in a nutshell because I could speak about it all day, but it's it's not a hormone imbalance. It is a um, almost like you can think of it almost like a bit of an allergy. So your body is really, really sensitive to the normal fluctuations in hormones. So we have, you know, the dip in estrogen, the, the progesterone kicking in. That's kind of that, um, you know, when you kind of want to start nesting vibe a little bit like I think you get that. I haven't had children, but I think you get that in like your third trimester where you like want to nest and, you know, because of the progesterone kind of kicking in. So um, it's so it's it's really that your body is really sensitive and your brain's really sensitive to a regular fluctuation so again it's not a hormone imbalance it's normal hormone fluctuations but you're really really sensitive your reaction to it is a lot stronger um, and that can cause all sorts of challenges like um, you know suicidal thoughts you can get um more pain from it physically bloating um 
and there are certain criterias and things you know that you can that you can explore and, and kind of fit in if you think that you have that but I'm noticing that a lot of people the more I talk about it, a lot of people with ADHD kind of you know, we have those comorbidities some people maybe have autism or OCD or anxiety or depression and I'm noticing there's a lot of comorbidities between PMDD and ADHD where if you have one you probably you met you'll very likely have the other and you just don't realize because you haven't been diagnosed um yeah so it's yeah so it's been a it's it's been absolutely fascinating but um that's just one way if we think of the estrogen dip how the brain receptors um you know with the with the serotonin and the dopamine which is already something we struggle with with adhd um and that can be really affected by it and then of course it doesn't help like why would you want to get dressed if you're not going to feel good you know whatever the thing is why would you want to keep doing the thing that you normally are like why is this normally so easy in the first half of my cycle and it's so difficult in the second half as an example some people may struggle with different areas of their cycle but that's a good example of it yeah I have so many questions for you (laughs) I'm I'm curious about all of this in correlation to um like pre-menopause menopause postmenopause, all of that with the ADHD brain in our cycle. So lots of questions. I'm sure this could be a a whole year long course. So let's (laughs) pick your card. (laughs) Let's pick your card. Mm. Oh. Okay. This is a good one for you. It's going to be a good vulnerability card. Mm. If I was in your shoes, what do you think I'd find most challenging? Ooh, ooh, mm, that's a good question. I feel like I've busted through a lot of my challenges last year. So it's a good, I'm like, I'm having a little think. Mm, I think, mm, I think I would say being my own inner champion. Mm. And by that, I mean, you know, when we when we look at the cycle, especially if we look at inner autumn, we kind of have what we call the inner critic. I think that's really good a way of thinking about uh, imposter syndrome, things like this. And I think that in order to balance out the inner critic, we have to have that inner champion. Um, That's something that Red School uh, talk about a lot as far as I did my my coaching, uh, my, you know, my uh, certification. And yeah, I think you have to just, if I'm, if I'm having a day where I'm feeling like, you know, who, who am I to share this information? You know, who, who am I to, you know, be an expert on this? Who am I to share my experience? You know, I have to think, yeah, actually, where's my inner champion? Like, where's my little, you know, think of it like a little cheerleader, um, you know, so you're kind of getting out of your own way. I think a lot of the time, especially women, we are not really taught that it's safe take up space that we're allowed to talk let alone about you know how can we talk about periods and cycles and perimenopause and menopause like how dare we speak about these things a taboo you know, right and we're 50 percent of the population exactly so. yeah yeah <laughs> everyone on the planet's had to come you know via us so it's okay that we can talk about it you know um and actually it's incredible it can you know it does so much for our our relationships whether that is in business whether that is you know with our partners whether it's with our friends um whether it's with ourselves you know we have to live with ourselves forever so I want to make sure that my relationship to me is on point and so I think yeah having that inner champion and sometimes that shows up differently right sometimes it's like 
just reply to the darn email. Like it's been on here. Stop like shame spiraling of procrastination with the ADHD. Just do the thing. It's going to take you two minutes and it's taking you like five days to, you know, feel bad about not doing the thing. Some days it might be doing that workout. Some days it might be allowing myself to rest. Some days it might be cooking a meal instead of having a takeaway for another night in a row or whatever it is. So it's just, it's so different, you know, the way it kind of pops up. Um, and it's just noting that and, you know, just noticing it and then decide taking a choice, you know, it doesn't have to be on autopilot and it takes, a, you know, a long time to get, to, to get that way. It's taken me years, you know, it's not a quick turnaround thing, but it can be, but we make it difficult, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, the way you said that just being your own inner champion and overcoming that inner critic, the way you said that was just so well articulated and it's so inspiring and made me just think like, it's so easy to champion another woman. So, exactly. yeah. right. Like we can see her brilliance and her genius and her mm. beauty and it's mm. so easy. And then yeah. it comes to our own selves, but how is this correlated to these hormones and our, you know, all of this, right. That's what lit my brain up when you were saying that is how, what part of that is just that inner critic from, you know, challenges and our negative parents or whatever programming we had, as, you know, to teach us who we were versus hormones, because I have really found that it doesn't matter how positive you are, how many times you meditate, if, if the, that your hormones are wacky, mm. if your ADHD is at all time peak, that that inner champion is doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. She's right? like dropping her pom-poms everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So how, is that, how do you, knowing what you know about mm. all of this stuff, what, how, how much of that is correlated to hormones versus just really a trained mindset? Yeah, sure. So I think, I think it takes, you know, I think it takes time. I think that's why I'm so big on the, the tracking because it is, it can be so simple for some people that might be, for me, it's journaling. Some people might just be leaving themselves a voice note that they can go back on and have a look at. Um, there's all sorts of different ways, but I think until we have that awareness that we're doing it, you know, it's always, it's kind of always comes back to like, if you don't have the awareness of it, it's just kind of kind of overrun your life because you don't even realize it, right? Whatever the thing is. So I would say like, you know, first of all, to if you are having a lot of, you know, issues and you think it's kind of hormone based, having that tracking is great because then when I went to my, um, when I went to my psychiatrist and I got the ADHD diagnosis, I had four years of journaling to like back up, you know, all those points. And also I think when, when we have ADHD, we are so used to masking and going against our gut that we kind of ignore our own instincts if we're not careful. So for me, the cycle stuff has also been really accepting that like I have a gut feeling about something and it's okay that I'm probably right on that because normally I am right on my gut feeling so if I'm just ignoring it you know so I think that a, a big part of it is yeah is starting to kind of get back into that cyclical practice wherever you're at in your life um and yeah starting to have that that starting to kind of build in that awareness and things like, yeah, I think sleep and hormones, I think sleep is like the biggest thing. I still struggle with my sleep. I do, especially, um, I've just had like quite a few months off between um, some other work I've been doing. And obviously we've had Christmas and stuff and my sleep habits have not been, you know, they've really not been great. 
Um, and I've, you know, I've, I've picked up on that. It's something I always, I always struggled with. It's probably been my biggest, my biggest struggle. Um, and it's slowly getting better. So I think having that, because, you know, when we have a bad night's sleep, it really knocks everything out. Obviously, it's, it spikes like the cortisol, so the stress kind of hormone. We then maybe want to reach for the cookie instead of, I don't know, an apple or something. We might skip the workout. Whatever the thing is, it kind of has that, um, you know, it kind of, and it affects, for me, it affects my mindset. I can, I feel a lot more negative if I haven't had enough sleep or good quality sleep. So I think sleep is, is super important. And that really works together with the hormones. And obviously it's, it's so tricky, right? Cause it's, it's really, it's all holistic. It's all bits and bobs that kind of come in together. It's not just like one thing, but I think if we had to like bring it down to one thing, um, I think sleep is hugely important because of the effect that it does have on our hormones. Um, and so I think it's, it's kind of knowing yourself. I think it's having whatever way it takes to to kind of get into your into your body so whether that is going for a walk or going for a hike whether that's doing a meditation whether that's like dancing whether that is um sweating out of the gym whether it is um you know wherever the practice is to kind of get into the body um I think that's a really great place to start because you're not necessarily going to know you know what what the thing is that's causing it um until you kind of are able to get into your body and start listening um, and that's really challenging because we're not really taught that. And we're also kind of, you know, really kind of spoon fed the hustle culture. Um, so I think that's the that's the biggest thing is, yeah, kind of the sleep and starting to track. And then you can see, you know, if you're tracking something daily, I might track when I'm doing my writing. I'm, you know, doing some free free writing in the morning. But I'm also going to write I'm, I take ADHD meds. So I'll also write the dose that I've had. I will take a, a higher dose as per my conversation with my psychiatrist. So I take a higher dose um, on the second half of my cycle as well, because uh, often you kind of will need it or wear off quicker or um, things like that. So that's an option. So I'll note that down. I'll note down like what exercise I did, if I did any, um, if I did yoga today, if I, how long my meditation was. And it's just little things. It's not, it doesn't have to be pages, you know, and it might just be bullet points. It might be like you choose one word or three words of how you feel today. So it might be like today I feel scatty, restless, and overwhelmed easily you know or it might be like oh today I feel like superwoman and my cape is just like you know flying out all over the place and I've got this so it's just it doesn't even have to it could just be a couple of bullet points but it really helps you know as you kind of go through a couple of months couple of cycles you know oh here's here's where I kind of oh I feel like you know I struggled on this day last time or I feel like this area you know now I know um days 18 19 a little bit I work with doing it's also learning what to achieve what's more doable on some days and you know on the days when I'm like mm, that's not gonna work don't be ridiculous <laughs> I'm all for like challenging and pushing but like do we need to do that today because it's probably gonna not feel as fun and not feel as in flow so yeah I think it's it's so tricky to just pinpoint one thing but I think if I had to say I would say you know start with the tracking and and just note your hours of sleep did you sleep well you well rested because then you then you've got that information you've got that data even if it's a little bit and you can come back to it you know and, and that can be a support advocate for yourself um, if you need to go speak to someone, maybe you need to go to a doctor um, and speak about your hormones maybe you you know suspect underactive thyroid overactive thyroid that might be it causing you issues so there's all sorts of different things 
Um, but you have that knowledge then, and then you can advocate for yourself, right? Otherwise, you know, it's it's unfortunately, and I wouldn't want to tarnish it with all the, the same brush, but I think it can be really challenging as a female with ADHD there's still a lot of work a lot of research to be done even the medications a lot of them have been tested on men and not so much on women so we will react differently we have a different um, energy cycle um, so the more you can advocate for yourself the more information you have um, the better really and you know take my my advice you know look at some other people you know take people's advice but it's always like what works for you because every cycle is different everybody is different I love my bleed now. I love being on my period, but some people might absolutely hate it. So, and that's fine. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's really kind of learning that um, about yourself and respecting the way your body and your mind work around a cycle. Yeah. That was a bit of a long answer, but hopefully. <laughs> no, I think, it's, I think it's really great. What I really heard is all, you know, no matter, I've spent my whole life, I have spent personally my whole life sleep deprived. And look, mm. discovering you women out there who are very informed about ADHD and really have brought us these solutions, it's, it's mind blowing that there are answers. And, and what I'm hearing is the importance of tracking, tracking mm. fat, tracking your mood and your cycle and mm. what's happening in your life so mm. that you can really get clear and help yourself. Yeah. yeah and I, I know for example if like if it's obvious if I'm ovulating and it happens to be a full moon I'm probably not going to get any sleep for a night or two I just whatever for whatever reason it's just a super high energy so I'm like okay is there ways I can add in more rest some more downtime if I'm not going to sleep as well and am I creating stuff because I have a huge creative energy in those times and sometimes I'm in the past when I didn't know I'd be like oh I'm so awake and I, I actually could feel really focused but I don't have a thing that I want to focus on so that can cause a frustration so it's also you know not assuming that every time I'm not like oh if I'm ovulating and it's a full moon it's definitely going to be this way but just being like oh well if it is like these are some things that maybe I have a nice bath a yin yoga yoga nidra maybe I just have a bit more reading time whatever the thing is you know and I mean you know we also still have to do you know stuff that we don't want to do <laughs> in the days how can I build in pockets of, of rest for that rather than again rather than fighting it right because then I'm just getting frustrated that you know there's nothing worse when you're lying there like ah, oh, five hours till I have to wake up four hours so, you know no one likes that so how can we again how can we work with it you know? <laughs> yes so much to know well thank you for sharing all of this mm. um, I'm sure there's people listening to this to have a million questions so how can somebody find you or contact you or work with you how to where are you at yeah sure so um I think the easiest way these days at the moment is to um either people can email me um my email is um so I used to be just just purely like a yoga teacher so my email at the moment is uh the space between yoga at gmail.com but the best way I'd say is, is Instagram. Um, it's uh, my Instagram is Sorsha. So that's S-O-R-C-H-A and then underscore Rattigan, R-A-T-T-I-G-A-N underscore. Um, I get lots of DMs there and it's really interesting to have those conversations and I have like the link tree so people can, you know, I think I've shared them with you anyway, but, but people can download my ready, steady chart. And that's a free guide all about how to get started with charting. And if you're on the pill, if you um, are, you know, postmenopausal, um, if for whatever reason you don't have um, a bleed, 
then um, it will also show you, you know, how you can how you can use that, uh, how you can you know start charting. Um, and then also, I have a really great book that I'm a, a guide that I'm really proud of. That's called um, PMDD and ADHD, and it's like a survival guide. Um, so that really kind of covers some of the basics of what PMDD is um, and how just some some workarounds that you can have. Um, and those are both free. Um, and I also have a podcast called Free Flow that I speak about with my cousin. It's very conversational, very relaxed. And uh, we have some really great episodes already actually on all. There's five seasons that we explore to, to do with the cycle um, and they are already up and running. So, yeah, that's a few ways that people can yeah get in touch and be a bit more in my world if they want to. And, you know, I always say there's no stupid questions. People can ask me anything. Um, and I really try to use inclusive language. So um, if you, yeah, if you identified as, you know, as, you know, wh whatever you, you know, if you, if you don't identify as, as female or if you do, or if you have other language that you prefer to use, I'm always really open to, uh, to feedback there. And like I said, I try to make the language I use really inclusive in the guides as well. And I had some lovely feedback from that. So, yeah. So, but yeah, thank you so much for, for having me. And yeah, um, it's been, yeah, really awesome. And I love the questions. It's, yeah, it's been really interesting talking to you. <laughs> yeah, it's been great talking to you. And I'll put that information in our contact list and we will yeah. we'll be in touch. Mm. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing. Thank, Thank you. <laughs>